Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix here on RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's Thursday, which means one thing and one thing only. It's Maria Johnson Day all over the world. How are you doing, Maria? (laughs) Who knew I had a Maria Johnson Day all over the world? That's fantastic. Fabulous. (laughs) I'm doing great, Jill. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. How's your personal training going? I've been thinking about you. Oh, well, I did go for a personal training session the other night and I was exhausted. Mm. I actually got to the, you know, my personal trainer is amazing. He really motivates you because he'll Mm -hmm. just say to you, you know, are you quitting on me? Are you quitting on me? And I'm like, no. Um, (laughs) And he'll say, you know, come on, think of those summer dresses. Think Think of those knees you hate your knees Uh, come on think of those fat knees and I'm like okay um and then he will say come on Jill you know you're paying me uh to do a job and I'm going to do that job so come on think of the summer dresses so you know he is very motivational and he Mm -hmm. gets you through it and he's brilliant I mean he really is brilliant but Monday's session was it was one of those sessions where I went and I was really tired to start with and I just wasn't feeling great. I'm just over the cold. And um, yeah, I, I went in and, and at one point I was crying on the treadmill and, he, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to do it anymore. And he was like, what? You mean you're going to quit on me? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I'm crying my eyes out on the treadmill. My husband walks in to collect me. And uh, he was like, I didn't know whether to intervene or not, you know, because I'm, he, I'm right. Did he turn it around and walk away really quick going, I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> That's between them. <laughs> Oh my goodness, honestly, it was just, you know, it was so tough on Monday night. It was so, Uh, so tough. But yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm going again tonight. So, you know, it hasn't put me off. Wow, Jill, he sounds like a great trainer. You you hooked up with a good one, I think. Oh, definitely, definitely. He he just, you know, he understands that, you know, you're paying him money, but it's his reputation as well. So I don't want to let him down. Um, I don't yeah. want to let myself down, and summer is on its way, they say. Uh, yeah, so they say. <laughs> well, listen, one thing I had to do, the first thing I had to do when I came home from my training was jump in the shower. Um, mm. And... Uh, Uh, Obviously, you know, I don't know about you, Maria. I try to sort out all the things that I need in the shower on certain shelves. But I know you use, well, you call them bump dots, don't you? We call them bump-ons over here. (laughs) (laughs) Bump-ons. Like, get your bump on? Yes. (laughs) Yes, we call them bump dots over here. And, um, you know, it's... You know, let's well, let's talk about some tricks and tips that we might use to kind of make things easier. This might be a great little chat if we just kind of go through the house, say. And, you know, if you have a great tip, Jill, I'd love to hear it. And I'll throw out some things that I know. And, you know, the listeners may pick up something that they didn't really know about. Okay. Well, you start it off then. Okay. So since you're discussing the shower, my kids use our shower and there's like 78 bottles in there. I can't tell what's what, but what I've done is there's a shampoo bottle and a conditioner bottle and they're the exact same size, same color. So I know which ones are mine. I put a hair tie, like a ponytail holder, I put one on the shampoo around the bottle and I put two on the conditioner. So I know those are my bottles. I know 
what the one band one is, what the double hair band is. And so now I don't spend, you know, 20 minutes in there frustrated, upset that I can't tell what's what. And I'm trying to wash my hair with conditioner or body wash or God knows what. So there's a tip for you if you didn't know. That makes it a lot easier. Well, yeah, do you know, I used to use uh, the hair bands as well. And I used to put them around. And then it got to the stage where I'd think, oh, I need a hair band. So I think you know, I can't find them anywhere. And then I'd think of my shampoo bottle or my conditioner bottle. And I'd think, oh, I'll go get one. So then it would all get confused. Do you know what I tend to do now? If I have a shampoo and conditioner bottle that are exactly the same. Obviously, color doesn't matter to me, but if they are exactly the same, then I tend to get a sharp instrument, like a knife, and mm -hmm. score an X on top of one of the bottles. Oh, So that okay. I'm just feeling it with my fingers. So, you know, it, it means that I'm not relying on the hairband technique if I stupidly <laughs> forget that I've... You're taking them all. <laughs> Yeah, I do find hair bands everywhere and they do kind of fall off sometimes, but you making it more tactile by carving it, <laughs> you know, like you would carve a tree with your initials. That's a great idea. I mean, if you're a gentleman and you don't have hair bands at home, then you can carve your bottle. So that's great. That's great. Another thing that I absolutely love and someone passed this idea on to me. And this goes more for the, you know, the vanity where the sinks and everything are in the bathroom. But before I lost my sight, I had just stuff all over the counter. I had bottles of this and bottles of that and makeup and what, you know, everything. So someone suggested to make things easier and more organized and less frustrating to go out and buy one of those travel toiletry kits that you can unzip and then it opens and hangs on a hook or something so when you get to wherever you're going you unzip this little bag and it unfolds and there's a hanger on the top and I hang it on a towel rack I'm not going anywhere but I use it because it's got a lot of little pockets and um, little uh, places to slip things into and what I do is I've taken all the things I use daily so deodorant toothbrush toothpaste you know maybe tweezers nail clippers and files whatever else you can think of and I slip that all into their little places on this hanging toiletry kit so I always know where those things are. And it really cleared off quite a bit of the, you know, stuff that I was keeping on my bathroom counter. But I'm telling you, I never have to find the deodorant. I know where it is. I never, you know, am curious as to where my toothpaste went because I know where it is. It's hanging and it's in its little home on the toiletry kit that you just hang in your bathroom. Do you know something? That's such a clever idea. I never, ever thought of that. And here's the bonus. If you are traveling somewhere, maybe going overnight or on holiday, you just take it off of the towel rack or some sort of hook in your home. You just maybe put a few other items in there, fold it, zip it, ready to go. See, that's brilliant. <laughs> it is really, really good. I mean, you know, I actually have a jewelry pouch like that that, yes. you know, you can roll up and it's got a bit for your rings and it's got a bit for this and a bit for that. And, you know, I find that quite handy for when I go away. It's the same idea. You know what's in each little compartment, each little slot, each little, you know, pouch. Everything has its home. And, you know, it, it, it was a lifesaver, especially in the beginning when 
everything upset me and frustrated me because I could never find anything. And that has been one of the best tips that I've been given. And I pass it along pretty much to anyone listen. <laughs> well, do you know something? It is a great tip and I'm going to go out and get one of these because uh, it would save a lot of time for me in the morning, certainly. Do you know, moving to the kitchen and I don't know about you, but I tend to use bump-ons or bump dots, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. um, in the kitchen. I use them on my oven and my microwave. Yes, me too. And I just got some new appliances not too long ago. And you know, everything these days is touchscreen and flat no buttons, no dials, nothing like that. So, you know, even if you're partially sighted, you can't see or feel any buttons to push because it's all flat. So those bump dots are a lifesaver of having them on specific buttons, say, you know, up and down for the temperature and um, on or off and the microwave. I put mine on the stop and on the 32nd and that's the only bump dots I have on there because I know if I need to cook something for four minutes, you know, do the math, you get the idea. So where do you put your bump dots on your microwave and stove? That's a personal question. <laughs> well, come on now. Come on. Tell the tell the listeners. Well, I do have uh, different dials on my oven. There's a temperature dial and then there's the dial for grill, bottom oven, top oven, top grill, Mm. bottom grill, you know, all that kind of stuff, fan assisted. So I have it on the temperature part of it because I know how many clicks I need for the oven, but the dial is continuous. It's not a kind of click system. Mm. So um, I tend to put it on the 50 degrees, you know, for warming, 100 Mm. degrees to slow cook, 150, 200, and I know 250 is the last one, so I don't need one there. So every 50 degrees, I've got a bump on because uh. you know it helps me especially if you're kind of in between like something that that's 180 degrees if you put it at 100 and 200 it's still a little bit more guesswork so mm-hmm. you want to get your temperatures as accurate as you can especially if you're cooking things like chicken or you know meats and things like that oh, so yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so that's where I put them in the kitchen I do have one on the washing machine as well because the weird thing is my washing machine is mostly used with a dial but to actually start it, there's just a flat bit that's got nothing to indicate like mm. where it is, you know, how to start it, where to start it. So at first I was kind of using right four fingers along is <laughs> that kind of <laughs> method. And I thought this is really stupid. I just need to put a little bump on on it. The great thing is that you can get different shapes as well, different sizes. I mean, I've got some square ones. I've got the round ones. I've got round ones with a little kind of dip at the top. I've got teeny, teeny little ones for my laptop. Um, mm. I've got slightly bigger ones for my computer. And you know, it's, it's little things like that. It just helps you navigate quicker. Absolutely. I actually wrote a blog about it, so check it out. I, I think the title was Little Things That Are a Big Help to the Blind, because they are little, but they are a big, big help. And you mentioned laptop and computer. I have bump dots on my keyboard where my fingers need to be. I put bump dots on other appliances. My blender, it's like, okay, which which is the make smoothie or whatnot? It doesn't click, like you said, on your oven. So, you know, I put a bump dot where the smoothie is. So I know at least it's there and uh, anything else. You know, I just make a smoothie out of everything. It's whatever I'm doing. I just do smoothie. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on for sure. Now, 
there are other things you can use for tactile to feel around and make things tactile. One thing that I've heard about is you can buy these strips of Velcro like circles and you know that Velcro has that little rough feel to it and you can cut those into small, small, small little circles or you know, whatever, just to get a little piece because sometimes those bump dots just don't work if it's a small little something you need to feel. So Velcro dots, I've also heard people will glue buttons onto things or paper clips. I mean, I don't know if you want to glue stuff onto everything, but you know, for some folks that's okay. Now, the other thing for you crafty types out there, there's something over here called puffy paint. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. I say, I, well, actually, I think I know what you're talking about. Is this the stuff when you were a kid, uh, you used to get these kind of pens and you would draw on like a little pair of plain plimsolls and then you hold the hairdryer to it and it, it puffs up? I'm not exactly sure if this is needs the hairdryer or not. It's been a million years since I've touched puffy paint, quite honestly, but <laughs> people swear by them and they work the same way as bump-ons or bump dots, meaning you make a little dab or a circle and it will puff up and dry. So they come in colors for folks who can see color still, you know, that wouldn't matter a whole lot to me, but they will use puffy paint all over their house. So it's really a personal choice on what you want to use. Oh, we were talking about this on my um, blog site. Someone said on shirts, t-shirts that don't have tags, you know, the big thing is tagless t-shirts now. Mm -hmm. They put a little dot of puff paint on the back where the label, you know, maybe the printed label is, but it's not um, something you feel. They put a little dot of puff paint there. And so they can always feel where the back of the shirt is. I'm like, hmm. That's good. And here's one more. And then we'll we'll wrap it up because I can go on forever about this. <laughs> so, there was a suggestion. Again, I've had these conversations with some of my followers. Suggestion that for doorways, and this is for people with partial sight, if you have a white or like an off-white colored wall, is to paint a color, you know, like a frame around the door frame so that you can see the contrast and you know that that is if the door is closed that that's a opening so you may paint you know a, a dark blue around the door frame and that will outline the door you can do that in t for hallway entrances things of that sort i don't know if i'm you know willing just to paint things you know around every door in my house but <laughs> someone suggested someone said that they're very you know very creative and artsy and what they did in their home was they put little tiles like dark blue decorative tiles that you would find maybe in your kitchen or your bathroom. And they just put tiles around the door frames. So it's not only contrast, but it's decorative and tactile. So I'm like, hmm, that's another idea. So yeah, um, you know, there's a lot you can do. There really, really is. And hopefully we've given the listeners one tip at least that they're going to implement today. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love the way you're going out and buying all these things, whereas, you know, I'm just grabbing a knife and carving holes and things. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm hey, laughing at I you saying about gluing on buttons or puffy paint on, on T-shirts. Do you know how I tell the difference between different colored T-shirts? How? If I've got two T-shirts that are the same, uh, because I've really liked it, but I thought, oh, I'd really like that in blue and I'd really like it in white. What I do is I cut a little 
V out of one of the labels and then I know that that's the white one or that's the blue one. But I know you were talking about the fact that a lot of t-shirts are label-less now, but uh, you know, even the bits at the sides, sometimes mm. where they have the washing instructions, I tend to just cut a little shape into that. Not so much now. I think when you live with somebody and you're both getting ready for work in the morning, then it's easy just to say, oh, is that my blue one or my white one? But, you know, when I was living on my own, you know, it it was invaluable because I made the mistake of relying on my colour detector. And then one day Mm -hmm. my colour detector ran out of battery. So, you know, Mm. I had nothing, (laughs) you know, to tell. You you showed up and thought it was mix and match day. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Mind you, the great thing is there's so many apps on your phone now. I mean, I've got a colour detector app on my phone so you know that's yeah. also a great way of getting around color i was just going to mention apps for sure and you know some apps are better than others um the first color app i put on my phone was like i'd hold it in front of something go greenish grayish whitish purplish blue like <laughs> what like it ser- i am not even kidding you would say that i'm like what are you kidding so i go well it must be kind of a blue but yeah i love your cutting the label so that's a great tip that really is. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could be of some help today, Maria. <laughs> I'll go buy my puffy paint and you can get the scissors out. <laughs> Pretty soon I've cut apart the whole t-shirt. It looks like it's been in a bad accident. I'm like, it's supposed to be that way. That's what Jill said. Listen, Maria, yes. it's been great to talk to you today. It always, always is. And obviously, uh, people can go on and take a look at your blog anytime they like. This blog you're talking about is up and uh, many, many more. It's always being updated. What's the best way to look at it? You can find my blog at girlgoneblind.com. You can find me on social media on Facebook at Girl Gone Blind and on Twitter at girl underscore gone underscore blind. And you know what I'll do, Jill, is I will post the Bump Dot blog on my Girl Gone Blind Facebook page and on Twitter so that people might can find it, you know, later today. Fantastic. Brilliant, Maria. Listen, thank you so much for joining us all the way from San Diego. And I look forward to catching up with you next week. Love, love, love talking to you every week. And I will talk to you next week as well. Bye, Jill. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.